we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this More Business, More Life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business. Sometimes more life. Most of the time, both. (laughs) So welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. Today, we have a deep subject. You might want to get a pen and paper because we're going to talk about how do we curate a journey for your wow client so that they stay. So you create the perceived and actual value over and over and over and over and over. And then you have what we want the most, reoccurring monthly revenue. How do we build this in a mechanism in the most simple way for our business so that you can have more business and more life right now. One of the things with more business, more life that we often find is when we're working with a client and we want our wow life. If you listen to this podcast for any period of time, then you've probably heard us talk in the realm of more business, more life. We want to have a wow life. We want to have wow clients. We want to have wow team. And it's in that wow, right? That we're not willing to compromise, I guess is a way to put it, right? That we're going to choose who we work with and you know who is on our team and we want it to be wow. And when we do that, then we get excited to go to, to do the work, to do the activities that we need to do. And another way that is very important, well, it's not another way, it's included. So a way to include it is to create a wow experience. And for our clients, for our team members, in in order to do that, one, we have to have this like-minded community. But then the second part is we want to curate a, a journey for them. Like sometimes I call it the yellow brick road for your clients. How are we taking them? And I often find that many of our clients before working with us, they have like one core offer. And the way that I put that in a metaphor is it's kind of like asking your clients to get up to the third or fourth floor. And there's no stairs and there's no elevator and you're yelling out the window about how cool your thing is and how cool it is up there on the fourth floor. And it's awesome. And you have to yell to the person, Hey, there's a jetpack by, they're like, how do I get up there? Well, you can climb or there's a jetpack behind that bush over there. And 
and you know it feels risky to the client and this is why or the potential client the potential customer and this is why then we end up having like a lackluster or it's really hard it feels like we have to really convince people to buy our thing well because we haven't nurtured them enough we haven't given them reason to play with us so in that just in summary we want some things that cost nothing right just time right so the first thing we're trying to do is gain more of their time because if someone will give us our time then we can we can show them the experience right so you want to be able to taste the experience and this is not brand new this is not like revolutionary marketing thing many marketers talk about this it's called like a lead magnet easy first step. I've seen some marketers call it like a tripwire. We, we don't like to do that because that's like trickery. We're not here to trick people, but we want them to have the experience. So that's where like free offers come or, Hey, try this for 30 days or, Hey, come in and do this, come into our restaurant and get a free appetizer. I don't know, like something that you're like, Hey, here, we'll, we're willing to prove ourselves. We're willing to prove what we have. And this is where you don't want where people make mistake with this is they get some cheap free thing and then it's not giving the experience. So that's why let's go back to the word. We want, wow, we want wow experience. And so we need to figure this out. And so this is what we want to invoke in today's podcast. What is that figuring out? What is the thing that you can do? And it's a little tricky, but it's not hard. We can figure it out together and we can brainstorm this. But you want something that's easy for the consumer, the customer to absorb, to digest, to be a part of, to have the experience. And we also, at the same time, don't want it to be overly costly for the organization, because if it costs a lot of money to give this experience, then we're going to break our company, right? Or, or, or we have to wait a long time to get people in. So to, to then receive back some sort of fulfillment, some sort of revenue so that we can sustain, because we want our company to be also sustainable or, or organization, whether you're a nonprofit or for-profit, these are very similar overlaps. We, we need to either have revenue or we need to have donations or some sort of way to have that money come in. And so we want to provide an experience that warrants folks to invest in us. And so, so again, in summary, we need it to be easy for them to experience and to start the experience. Number two, we need it to be cost-effective for us that it's not going to break the bank, so to speak. And then also it's not going to take all our time because we only have so much time. So it's basically minimizing the time and money risk for the company while providing this wow experience. So that's kind of the formula. So it's like you have to have all those things and get this intro and that's the introduction. Then from there, then we want to continue the experience. Then the, after that step, then you start having the first step, which I like to call the easy first step. We need some easy first step for them to spend money with us. And then that leads to your core offer. And then beyond the core offer, in addition, you want other things to give them more experience, right? There's always going to be a client that wants more and we want to be ready to have that. And then you create this longevity, the sustainability, and ultimately in all of this, one uh, business person that I met many, many, many years ago, they always said, Steve, where's the RMR? Like, where's the reoccurring monthly revenue? Reoccurring monthly revenue. So in all of this, we want to also find 
our sustainability at a deep level? How can we consistently provide for our clients over and over and over? So I just said a lot, but in to break it into bullet points, we need some way to have people get an experience that leads to our core offer. And our core offer needs to lead to a continued experience where we can have repeatable reoccurring income. So I guess if you break it, it's into three simple steps, right? Create an upfront experience that's easy for them to say yes, then lead that to your core offer. And then from your core offer, what do they need next? And how do you can curate that experience so that they stay on and now you have a repeatable business that has reoccurring monthly revenue that allows for the ultimate sustainability. And if you look at the most successful companies, they have that. People like look at Netflix, exploded business out of nowhere, took out Blockbuster because they went with a membership model. Look at Costco. They're heavy in the United States, but they've also gone global. They're doing a massive expansion in Australia right now. I know because I have family there and they talk about it. And one of my cousins works with them, but they, they have some of the longest longevity in employment. They have so many career people because they pay them more and they're able to pay them more because they have a membership. What other grocery store has that? Very few. So that reoccurring monthly revenue gives them stability that they can give more benefits and more pay to their, those are just a couple examples. So, so that's, a, this is a big drop, kaboom, hey, here, that's a huge lesson that we usually take days in our workshop to do and we roll our sleeves up and we work through the workbook and we find a way to create this through line, this consistency with ease and we're not going to be able to duplicate that in one podcast, but Stephanie started this off because it did feel appropriate to say, Hey, this is a thing. This is part like, so if you think in this podcast, we're kind of giving you the, we want to give a lot, but we want to be able to say, okay, here are the parts that make more business, more life possible. And we've given you a lot of things to date. But we've never, we haven't explored this on the podcast that much. I maybe I have with clients because we've had some case studies on on the podcast. But so I just want to put a big fat disclaimer: this is this is work. This is something you need to work on, and when you do, it will be very life giving for the company and yourself and your personal life, and allow it to take time. One last thing, and then I want to open it up to the group here with with my team here. They're all joined me, all my co-hosts. In the fourth quarter of 2023, we completely overhauled our, our journey for our clients. It has a lot of things we've already done before, but we just like reordered it, fine-tuned it. So even, and we've been in business a long time, been coaching, consulting, and teaching since 2007. And here we are still reinventing this journey for our clients. So it's never kind of, it's never done right? You keep improving. But yeah, so Stephanie, I'll throw it back to you real quick because I know I I just laid it out in the best way I could. And so I hopefully, I don't know, but you can even tell me if that was too much too fast, but, and also what was, if there's any other additional intentions when you, when you brought this up today, like kind of spurring us to talk about this today? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes just whatever's on the top of my head just flies out, but it feels like we 
just even as we had uh, our team meeting and we're just talking a lot about this, like the whole journey that we take our clients on and how it has evolved so much over the last, and even like outside, I mean, we've been talking about this all, we talked about it all 2023, like what is our, is the journey that we take our clients on? How do we offer that to them? Like what more do they need? Like really just paying attention all year to what they're saying, like what do they need right now? What is challenging them right now? What are they dreaming of right now? Like what does that look like? And then really deeply trying to understand what that looks like and then molding our offer around that. And so really just trying to meet them where they are. And then I think us talking about it, us always talking to our clients about it, but then even just some of the calls that we've had where just in the last couple of weeks, people are saying like, oh my gosh, I never thought to offer more. I have this one thing that I'm really good at and I've identified that this is something that people need that I can help them with. And then they just give them that one thing. And then when we kind of open up just their minds to like, well, what else can you give them on the front end? What else can you give them on the back end? How do we make it for one easier for you uh, to bring in more revenue, but also easier for more people to say yes. And so I think that's just another thing that's been at the center of, of everything that we've been doing for a long time is like, how do we um, have more abundance, but how do we have that with ease? And so I think in the podcast, we talk a lot about these concepts and we try to always give tactics and tips, but this is, I think, really like breaking it down for people. And like you said, it's not necessarily new, but there is a way that we do it. And it is a bit of a secret sauce. So peeling back the curtain a little bit, but also just, I guess, trying to get people to think of how they structure their business. And and we tend to work with a lot of coaches and consultants, but really this applies to a lot of businesses like retail businesses. This applies to service businesses. This is for a lot of businesses. Like we do the thing we do because we're good at it, but like how else can we serve people And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Like, how can we just help more people? And when we do that, the more people that we can help, then that helps us. It's, it's huge. And it is highly overlooked. Many businesses, they go into what they're doing and you're right. It's not like just for coaches and consultants. It's not for any one service or product. I mean, just as some famous examples and this goes back in time a little bit, but if for those that remember like buying CDs uh, and they even did this before CDs, but if you think of like BMG Music or Columbia House, they used to have this thing. And for those that you that know, but then for the, the younger people listening that didn't see this, they would actually mail you CDs in the late 80s. I think it was 1989, I got my first CD player and then you can tape a penny so for one penny and then they would send you like six or eight cds and at this time it was like 25 bucks it was the average album to like go get an album of a musician that you wanted to listen to so it was ridiculous right it's like so if they give you six let's say it was six cds let's i think it was about that so that's like 150 dollars worth of music that they'd send you then you had to buy like three or four cds after that you'd have like a little contract and you were willing to have it because you got this big upfront cash and the names have changed but they're still like one of the biggest distributors of music i don't know i haven't looked at it to date but i know that that 
group, the BMG music group is still existing. I don't think they call themselves that, but uh, the last time I looked and they're, they're one of the largest distributors. So like that, they, they grew really, really fast. So talk about like huge success and being a massive distributor and music came from what we're talking about. Some low to free offer that allowed an experience to happen. And then people continued to do it. I know I signed up multiple times. I kept doing it. I had like hundreds of CDs by the end. And and then when, I remember when my friends would come over, they were like, wow, you're rich. I mean, like, look how many CDs you have. But you'd be like, and you would spend money. So there was money being spent because you you were required to buy more CDs through them, but it was way money ahead. And then them, their, their whole genius society, they didn't have to have the retail shop. So they were able to overarching give you a discount on the music because they didn't have to have the physical retail space and they were just mailing it in so there was a difference in the model now this also works for retail spaces too because you can have a reason for them to come in i mean and again these are old things so in retail there's this company that some of you may know of and may not kmart and they used to have this thing called the blue light special and this is where like a lot of marketers used to call like the loss leader. So they would actually give something away at a loss, knowing that it got you in the store. And so it used to be in the back of the store, they would literally have a blue light. So you'd walk into a retail establishment, imagine that, and there'd be a blue light. It's not that high class, right? So you're not in like a luxury establishment. This is like discount marketing. So this would be like walking into a Walmart, maybe more people know that, and they would have a blue light in the back of the store. And that would be like your biggest thing. And they would move the blue light. They would move it to different things each week or each month. I don't know how frequently they did it, but it got people in and they statistically found that the people came in the store, they would go buy more, right? So they got you into the store. So, but you have to have something that's a real life positive, right? That you're actually giving experience. Cause if you do that once and it's some piece of junk, then you're going to give you, you are, you're not going to care at all about the blue light special, but if it actually gives value. So Here's the key thing. It has all these things that we're saying have to give value. If you're not giving value, then no one's going to care. Like I literally got the CDs in the mail and I was playing music that day. Then you're like, yeah, right? Like you got what you wanted. So you have to give what you want. So if you think of it in, we can make this more intricate over time and there can be some added complexities to make it better and better. But if you just think simply, I need some way to let people experience me or experience my company, you need to figure that out. Then you need to figure out how does that transition to your core offer, whatever your main thing is. And then how does that, then how do I serve them after they have my core offer? And what am I going to do? So that's ongoing. And that's where you really create a mechanism for reoccurring monthly revenue, hopefully to make the strongest company that you can. So hopefully that, I'm, I know I'm repeating myself, but this is a heavy topic it's not something we usually undertake in such a short time but this might be like a a, a multi-part podcast we might come back to this now that we've opened this up but i i think i think i think we're hitting like the most important things so like i don't know what what do you think like when you think of the whole thing because we're hitting the the main topics like with this when you think of the journey that we take our clients on and being that this is such a huge lesson, what would you say is the biggest thing if someone's starting to think about this? What's the number one thing you would tell them to think about today? The number one thing, man, a few things popped in my mind right off the bat, but I mean, if you're going to start like bare bones, so you have your core offer, 
And if your business is to help people, which all businesses should be, like I would say, think of the the solution your core offer provides, and then what's the problem before that solution that you could help your prospective clients with? Because I read somewhere, I think it was Alex Ramo that was said something like your lead magnet, which is what we're kind of talking about. Part of the journey It was the very first step, right? The lead magnet, something to draw them in tons of value, but sheds light. It solves a problem, but then sheds light of a new onto a new problem or challenge that they might have in that journey of you helping them. So you as a business owner, think of your core product and then think of the challenges they have before they get to your core, your core offer and solve those solutions for them in easy to consume steps, whether it's a quick video, a PDF or something of that nature, but think of the problems they have before they get to the core offer. That will probably make it the easiest for you to have that easy step for them. It's probably the main thing that kind of came to mind as you asked that. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners, and Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks, and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. One thing to add, because some people say, oh, you're like creating problems or something. People get confused by that that language. And, and I'm not saying you were confusing at all. I think you were quite clear, Giovanni. But just for those that are like listening, going like, what are you talking about? The next problem? Shouldn't you have solved the problem? Well, let your mind expand beyond that. Chances are the people you're helping, the people you're serving have more than one problem. That's the way life is, right? So to think that you're going to give someone a solution and then they're going to go on their life and, and be fine the rest of their life. That's like, there are many things. That's like using one toothbrush the rest of your life. No, you're going to have to go buy another one probably unless you want to like have the piece of plastic or wood on your teeth because the brushes are just so worn down. Life keeps happening. So all we're saying and all Giovanni's saying is what are the steps that you're or journey, whatever word you want, that your your WOW clients are going through. And so even in this, you can say, we talk about a lot about WOW clients. So once you address that, then what's one of the next steps? And to Stephanie's point, bringing this up today, it is, okay, I have my WOW client. Now what journey am I going to take them on? Right? So even if you take our lessons, you can see how that breaks down. We're not inventing a problem. We're not causing a problem. We're just saying these are the typical problems that our clients have. And why would we not one by one check the boxes? So to Giovanni's point, the write down what's happening for your your clients. Like as far, just another, I'm giving a lot of examples today, but like I have a mortgage broker and I was talking to him once and he's like, well, I have my leads that are ready to go. They're qualified. I can get them a loan today. I can get them a pre-approval letter and they can go shop for a house like right now. But then I also have people that come to me and then something's a little off on their credit score, or maybe they don't have enough savings or whatever. And he's like, I know I can help them. I can help them make a financial plan so they can get there. And through our discussion, we decided that he would create like kind of a school in a way, like a financial school. 
And uh, it took some time to get it started, but he had an assistant and he would basically do a, a financial coaching session with them to see what area they needed to boost so they could get qualified for a decent loan with a good interest rate. And then basically it, it took some time to invest, but he was giving that away. So that would be like a thing that you give away because he did no charge. He did later have some books and then you sold. And a lot of in real estate, there are rules and each state has different rules. And there's things that you're allowed to make money on and there's things you're not allowed to make money on. But you are allowed to educate. You are allowed to be an author and sell a book and also be a mortgage broker. And you'll have to check if you are a mortgage mortgage broker, you're going to have to check with your legal team and, and whoever your broker is or whatever to make sure you're in compliance. Because usually there's like a letter that you have to say, full disclosure, I also was their coach, something like that. Or they bought my, they bought my book or a little thing that's in disclaimer in the closing of the loan. So check, I'm not the lawyer on that. For, I'm not a lawyer and not giving legal advice on that, but you go check. But here's what happened. As this person did that, and he he went and did all his diligence to make sure he was in compliance. But then he start, you start having graduation every month. You're like, oh, these three people graduated. They're now financially prepared to own a home. So at the beginning, maybe it took like three to six months. I can't remember, but like once you're six months in, and you start graduating more and more people. So not only is he getting the now leads that I call it, the ones that are ready to buy a house now, but you're also helping the ones. And so you're adding value. So this now, now go back to what I was just saying and what Giovanni was saying. Did we create that problem? No, like they made their own financial credit. They either saved enough or they didn't save enough, or they either missed payments and marked their credit poorly, or they had excellent credit. That's not made on us, but what that mortgage broker did is say, wow, well, there are the clients that just smooth sail through and that works. And then there are some that need help. And so he could add that pre-step and then actually have more loans. So then you actually accelerate your business because now every month you're graduating people that successfully reach their financial goals. And then you're also getting the new ones that are ready to go at the same time and ultimately grew the business quicker. It's again, a starting uh, platform, but then you actually have more business and you get more life out of that. And you're going back to what Giovanni said, what's your core purpose? If your core purpose is to create the right lending for people to have the right house, then you just now accomplished your mission more by adding more value. So there, there are things that you can probably brush away and find that are already there. There's already problems. You're just solving more of them. I got to throw it over to you, Melissa. Like when you think of the journey that we take clients on or that our clients take their clients on, when you have the journey, I don't know if there's uh, one thing that really stands out to you or if you can elaborate on like how we, you add more value by solving more problems. Well, I think I would kind of go back to the wow client. And so for me, I think part of understanding the client value journey for me was understanding who my wow client was first, because then it helped me understand what is that experience supposed to be or what experience do I want to create for them? And I think for me, I always think back to, I had a product that I delivered when I was working at Visa and it was, it was kind of a, it was kind of one of those products where 
it was easy to automate it. Think so. I think of Giovanni every time I think about it because it's like you could automate everything in the background and literally the client would see nothing. It was perfect, right? Because they were stuck with all this paper and then they we kind of moved them into full automation. But the problem was that they couldn't understand what was going on in the background. And so it was like, we almost had to put a a portal in place for them so they could understand what was actually happening and they could experience it before they said, okay, now you can file all this for me, 10,000 in the background. It was like they needed to understand what was actually happening and really experience that. So, And so those are the things I kind of think about in terms of remembering that the people actually want to experience something. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when it comes to the client value journey, it's like, what, what can I give them that allows them to engage and then engage some more and then engage some more? And then what does that core offer look like? And how can I expand it to something even bigger and 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 kind of create that recurring monthly reoccurring monthly revenue and you're just holding great space so you're absolutely right thank you for bringing it back to the core of this whole essence melissa once you define your wow client the one that you truly want to uh, serve that lifts you up that builds that makes you feel filled with joy the client or the customer is filled with joy then having a brainstorm session with your team of all the things you can serve that client with like, what are all the things? What else can we do? What else can we do to make their life better? What else can we do? What else can we do? Just keep asking, keep asking. And then notice what are entry-level opportunities that are low cost or free that we can give to get them to experience working with us. And then what what items might be a bigger ticket that might be some secondary things for some high-end clients that really want to be pampered. And you can add those on to the end after the core offer you can start designing. So it really starts with brainstorming, like really get a piece of paper or a whiteboard and write down all the things that you could further do. And then if you sit there and you start doing this and you're like, I don't know, I don't know. Then guess what? You better get on the phone and call your wow clients and ask them what was, what's been the greatest the thing that you've given them? What's the greatest result? What could be added? What And what are they challenged with right now? Because chances are you're not solving all their challenges. So if you've already solved some of them, they're probably willing to get on the phone with you and, and you can ask them what's going on now. And then if you can continue to solve their problem, that's where you continue to serve the client, right? And if they're already wild, chances are you want to keep hanging out with them. And if you want to keep your company, chances are you want that reoccurring revenue. So then you might as well, in the spirit of the whole thing, keep helping your wild clients. Period. So you, so to Melissa's point, you need to discover what is going to serve your clients. And then you need to put it in an order that makes sense so that they can have a curated experience, a curated journey that makes sense and, and best gives them what they, what they need. And once they experience you, then it's easy. I mean, this goes back to what Giovanni's been saying to me for so many years, like, for a long time, our company operated off me speaking 
because then people experienced me in the room and I got to run workshops. So in all my keynotes, I treated like a workshop. I never went in like as a full on lecturer. I would come and give some advice, but then I would always try to have exercises and people had an experience when they left. And, and that always kept our rooms full. Like people from seeing me speak would sign up for our events. And then through the experience we all went through in 2020 and 2021 and having all these events closed down, we really, and we had, luckily we already had some digital stuff, but not as, not anywhere near what we should. I would say like less than 10% of what we should. And I always hear Giovanni's voice like Melissa does too. He's like, we got to get this thing. And we finally figured out, it took all the way to 2023. And, and thanks to Giovanni spearheading this, we created a mechanism. I won't go into it right now because that'll be a whole nother big lesson so that we could actually have my a digital version of my keynote speech and people engaged because we could have easily put a video up and we had, we had videos up and it's like, oh, go watch this video. And then people wouldn't do it. So we had to actually create an experience that people would actually go and and be ready for a keynote speech. Like, so when you used to go to an event, you you booked the event. You're like, I'm going to this event on Friday and you committed to it. And we were having a lackluster on that. A lot of people do webinars and things like that, but even that became overwhelming. So we had to reinvent the way that we did it. And now, thanks to Giovanni, we have a way that people are experiencing a keynote speech for me when I'm sleeping. But then now they're getting an experience with me. So you're asking yourself, how can you create an experience on the front side so that they start walking with you? Then from there, they go, they start experiencing more of our company and then another event and then more of our company and then another event. And then once people go through a couple events for the right people, they might end up in our high level Freedom Council mentorship program. And so again, we've curated a very special thing for our, our clients that nurtures them all along the way. And some people go all the way to, to the, our highest level stuff and some don't. And it's equally gratifying because the people that take some of the small stuff, you can see the changes in their life. And so we don't need to help all of our clients at the highest level. In fact, we expect that we won't. Only a small percentage of the people are gonna need that level of handholding. Some of the people are so self-starter that they can learn a few lessons. Maybe some of you are listening to this podcast. You're going to take, you took so many notes. Maybe you listen to this podcast twice and then you go do this without needing our help. And what a blessing. We are, that's why we do this podcast. So there are things. And so just, I'm being very transparent here. You can do this too. You can give free stuff away and live your mission. We do this podcast and we never expect that any of you are going to sign up for anything. If you do and you want more help, we are glad to have that conversation. But we are in our mission. We are in our core purpose. Uh, we are helping as many people as we can. And that means for free. That means for a fee. And we charge a fee when we start having to put our time in because we have families. And if we're going to be away from our families or we're going to do something, then then there's there's going to be some investment on both parts. And so we need to know who's serious and the people that invest in themselves, then we were willing to show up. If you walk, we'll walk. If you run, we'll run. So at this point, I also want to just mention, like I do, I try to mention on every podcast that our newsletter and this podcast are free, free. And we give stuff like, look at how deep we went. This is a training Today, we, we compartmentalized into a small part, but that people have paid tens of thousands of dollars to learn from us. And here we are just giving it to you today. 
And yes, there's a lot of intricacy to it. Yes, there could be a lot of questions. And yes, you might be like, well, how does it work for me? Well, if you need more help, then I would definitely sign up for the newsletter so you can keep getting continued stuff if you're not already a member of our newsletter. And you can easily do that by texting WOW, because it's all about WOW life, right? W-O-W to 72,000. That's 7200, 72000. Text WOW to 72,000. And then you will be prompted to join our newsletter. And then this is something that we give away. So this is, being very transparent, this is part of our journey. You can have all this experience at no fee and no charge. And now if you feel like you want more help, then we're right there with some small things, with some big things, but it's all there for whatever. It's kind of like going into an ice cream or going to get a gelato, like what flavor do you like? You have options that feel good to you and you can get a trial or you can get the three scoop big Sunday. Like, <laughs> so, so hopefully that helps. I know we're, we're out of time today, but I, I guess I'm just curious, any last thoughts or like things that you think should be included, Stephanie, Melissa, or Giovanni? I think this is a great start to more conversation and I love just all the stories really bring it home. But I think it kind of boils down to something you always say, something you said the first time I met you is that business is simple. Like first we just identify our wow client who we love working with and who gets amazing value by partnering with us, ask them what they want and give it to them. I mean, that's really <laughs> what it is, but it is more than that, but like that's at the core of, of everything that we do. And yeah, beautiful. Thanks for exploring that topic today. Well, just a quick echo. I think it's not much more than that. It is that simple, but it's the what, the what they want and what they need. So the only thing to add is like, what, what does the client, you find your wild client, you ask them what they want, you give them what they want as long as it doesn't hurt them. And then you teach them what they need. And then that's where the journey unfolds. And then you can really change someone's life with a product or service. It goes for each style of business. Well said. And what a good way to, to cap this off, to put that, that simplicity back at the end. And then what you put on the journey is basically for the client. So you're just doing what they need. Any other things, Giovanni and Melissa? Melissa's giving a thumbs up. I would say just lead with the value. With yeah. all that, just lead with value. That's it. What value can you bring? If if you're not bringing value, chances are so that you're not gonna that they're not gonna engage, or they're you're gonna lose the engagement. So I would say when the value stops, the client stops. That's it. And if you're not getting feel to start, then you didn't even have value at the beginning. And you might have value. One last thing, and maybe we can maybe we can mark this for another podcast. What's the difference between perceived value and actual value? You might actually have value, but that your client does not perceive the value, and then you're stuck. So we have to actually communicate well enough so that the the client perceives the value, and then they receive the actual value. So having one is not enough. So if you actually have value and then and then there's not a perceived value, you're at a loss. If you have perceived value, but there's no actual value, you're going to be at a loss because then it's almost like, oh, yeah, I want that. And then it lets people down. Right. So let's mark that for another 
another podcast. But I hope this is valuable. I know this is a deep conversation. You might want to re-listen to it, take notes, and please reply. Like on our newsletter, reply. We actually read those things and let us know what part you would like us to extrapolate further. We will take clues and, and cues from you on what we do in this podcast. So it's up to you to engage with us so that we can give you what you would like. Just like we said, you're, if you're our wow listener, please tell us what you what you would like and we will continue to curate the best experience. And as Giovanni said, we're trying to give as much value as we can. And I hope you found value in this today. As always, choose gratitude and create freedom. And we'll we'll be with you on our next podcast next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>